Hey guys, this is Justin here with Kyle. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Racing Around. Kyle, what would you like to start with today, Darlington? Are you gonna give it to me? Okay. Yeah, we're gonna let you start off because I know your man had a little bit of controversy this uh, this this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> Uh, we had, what, 367 laps at Darlington? Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? <clears throat> God, that was a hell of a show, though. Yes, it was. It was Holy a good race. hell. It was a good race. Man, um, I don't even remember. I, I don't have any notes right now, so I don't really know who won what stage. All I know is Denny Hamlin won. <clears throat> that out of mass. Well, Mr. Larson... Trying that video game move there at the end, yeah, making that real interesting. Yeah, he did, he tried to sneak one in there, didn't he? Well, if Hamlin would have dominated that last corner like he had been doing the yep. whole race, yeah, Larson, Larson would have been sure. either right there at the line or would have had that race. Yeah, I th- I think if if Denny would have would have uh, ran the line he was using, running like usual, I think uh, Larson definitely would have pulled that out. You think he was faster than Hamlin? Oh, yeah. Larson was definitely fast, and he was way faster coming out of that final corner. Well, Hamlin was, I think his biggest strength that race was coming off of the the corner. Yeah. Well, (laughs) coming out of that corner exit, he was doing pretty damn good on corner exit as well. But, uh, Let's see. Let's go back to Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch here. Yeah. This is this has been on my mind since the race at Darlington. Yeah. So from what I understand that it happened, it's Kyle Busch is complaining about the sim training uh, that Camry has not being worth a damn, and it's causing him and his car not to be able to perform. Mm-hmm. So, in turn, caused him to get loose and come down the track at the same time Dylan yeah, was kind of pushing. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't really put all that on Bush um, because watching it, you know, as many times as we did, it did look like Dylan did start coming up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, in my opinion. Mainly Bush it, come down <clears throat> on him, but yeah. but I, I do believe Dylan was coming up a little bit. And I don't think Kyle was ready for that. Right, right. Uh, I do, I do think you're right on Bush coming down a lot more than Dylan came up the track. But I, I'm with you on that. I definitely think Dylan was had the car in a position to where it wouldn't hold on the track. Yeah, and yeah. Kyle, Kyle had a good car uh, Sunday night for Darlington. I mean, he was he was doing really good Sunday. I mean. Started twelfth, moved down a little bit, and then just started to charge his way forward. And yeah. Do you think maybe driving too aggressive in the stage is what maybe caused? Uh, I think it's Darlington. I think it's Darlington. Darlington. Yeah, them, is, yeah, them right sides. Are, <laughs> I, I think mean, everybody was complaining about. You, got, you set up your car when you're on a normal trial or a normal oval for both sides to be equal. So you've got you going into one and two. And it's tight as shit going into one and two. Oh yeah. And then you go into three and four, and you've got way more room than what you were expecting. Right. So you so may be tight in one spot and loose on the <clears> other, <throat> or vice versa. So I, I really think it was just. I mean, Darlington definitely held up to its it, to its nickname, too tough to tame. Yeah. It was yeah, definitely too much for Kyle Busch to 
to handle. Now, on that same subject, it says that uh, Kyle Bush in Section 12.1a, 12.5.25a, and 12.8a of the NASCAR rule book, he was fined $50,000. That's fair. For, for a safety for, violation. For, for what? A safety violation. Yeah, doing what? What did he do? Uh, I mean, I know, but those that weren't. If you didn't, didn't watch, watch if you didn't watch the race, after the incident between him and Austin Dillon, you know, of course, Bush ends up pancaking the wall on the right hand side. Of course, he's very unhappy. We all know Kyle Bush. He's going to say what he feels like. He's going to drive how he wants to, mm-hmm. and. Me saying that, I'm not trying to say he's a bad driver because we all know that is not the case. <clears throat> I think in last week's episode discussing Bush, we uh, we both are in agreement that he may not be the the nicest driver, but I mean he is a damn good. Yes, driver. Yes, he is so. a damn good driver. And what had happened was after he hit the wall, he came into the pits, going toward the garage area, runs through the cones that block the opening for the garage area. Because pit lane was Yeah, because closed, pit lane was closed. And there were I there guess was you quite, were, there was quite you, a few workers right yeah, there. Yeah, there was I mean, uh there was a tire carrier, there was uh there was some maybe some the, pit think, pass fans. Yeah, and I think there were some media people there as yeah. well. I mean it, if he really wasn't paying attention, that could have been really dangerous. Right. And, and we probably would never see him again. How would you think you he should have handled that situation? Should he have went to his pit I mean, box? I mean, he knows it's Darlington. He knows that, you know, uh, again, going back to being too tough to tame. I mean, it's Darlington. He knew, you know, there was the pen- potential of that happening. And then not just for him, but for anybody. Right. <clears throat> now, um, I think he should have <coughs> at least put it in his uh, in his box and you know waited until maybe calm maybe calm yeah, down there yeah, in the calm. box. Oh yeah, he definitely needed to calm down. He got uh, he it, luckily it didn't get any worse than it did, but he definitely didn't handle that the way he should have. And and if you wasn't watching the race, what we're talking about is the incident happened in turn two after lap one twenty five. And in uh, stage two, right? I believe it is, yeah. And uh, for, uh, according to, uh, I think it's Scott Miller. Uh, he's saying that it was a situation that could have been way worse than what it was. Yeah, definitely. And. You know that he was fortunate that nobody had got hit or anything like that. Uh, he also said that it worked out by putting people in harm's way uh, for no reason is something we take seriously. So evidently, yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm more shocked at the fact that NASCAR only charged him fifty thousand. Well, quite honestly, when we were talking about it after the race, I think I thought they were going to charge him way more than that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you like, both I thought it was at least going to be a hundred, uh, like two fifty. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm, he's he's really lucky it didn't end any worse than now, what it did. I have heard. I don't know how true it is. I haven't fact checked it. I haven't went back to try to research and look at it or nothing. But I have heard that another repercussion of this is Eminem has potentially pulled their sponsorship from him because of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I can you really blame him? <clears throat> Judging by 
how he acted and what he did and everything. I mean, I wouldn't. That goes back to saying, you know, you don't want a big name and somebody acting like this to actually, I guess, show their ass. Yeah. And make the company look bad. And Eminem, which is his main sponsor. Yeah, he's been running I mean, Eminem for. That's I can't a big that. company that's worldwide. So. So so just to back up what you're saying, uh, I did find this article on Auto Week. Um, I can't say how reliable it is, but I mean, they've got a pretty good article here. Um, the heading of it is NASCAR. Kyle Busch temporarily loses Eminem's as sponsor after bad behavior. So, you are correct in saying that uh, Eminem will not be sponsoring Kyle Busch uh, until next year when it returns to, on the number 18 Camry for JGR. <clears throat> so, okay, it's, so it, it, it's a rest of the year uh, penalty. For, so, for basically that. they're pulling from yeah. <laughs> the playoff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which, I mean, I can't, like, like I said, I can't really blame them. I mean, if I was... If I was a sponsor or, you know, somebody in those in those ranks, you know, I'd do the same thing. Yeah. I, you know, mean, I don't want my company represented exactly, by that. Exactly, yeah. You know, Kyle Busch is a damn good driver. Two champions. He's not as good as Jimmy Johnson with his 20 million like Tom Brady. <laughs> different topic, different show. We're not even going to discuss that. Um, but, you know, I can't really say I'm mad at M&M's or NASCAR. I mean... Bush is really lucky that he's even got a job with JGR right now. And again, like I said, he, it, it could have been worse. <clears throat> well, I mean, it I get where JGR is coming from. You got a guy that's put wins on your team. Yeah, he's won. Sure. Cha- I mean, he's a champion. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's, I think he's I, I could definitely feel the star of JGR. Uh, yeah, definitely. I can feel the confliction, I guess you would say, yeah. from saying, hey, man, we can't have this, you've done this, you know, get the hell out of here. Yeah, for sure. Against, you know, yeah, we're going to keep you. I can I can see how, you know, it's a, a a struggle to not make a decision to cut him from the team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't, I mean, if I were Joe Gibbs, you know, Kyle would be getting a long, hard talking to, like, I mean, Kyle knows better than that. He shouldn't be driving like that into the pits. You know, that's just not, that's not something you do. You know, they wouldn't allow Kyle Larson to do it. They wouldn't allow Chase Elliott to do it. They wouldn't allow Denny to do it. They wouldn't allow Bubba to do it. You know, so it's not, uh, it's not that big of a, uh, not that big of a deal since nobody got hurt. Um. But, I mean, at the same time it is because it could have been, you know, what if that person was standing just a little bit farther out? Yeah, or not, tire or not even paying attention to what was yeah, going on. Yeah, what if that, that tire carrier, what if he was, you know, just walking across that that, that uh Right, way if he hadn't garage. been midway into that yeah. opening, you know, because I mean, if I remember correctly, he was halfway across. Yeah. Yeah. With a full load on that dolly, mm-hmm. so I mean, if he would have, like you said, if he would have just started going across yeah. there, he probably would have got hit. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, so I can't really say that I'm mad at M&Ms or NASCAR for doing what they did. You know, I mean, that's fully understandable. I fully support him on that for sure. Um, <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna have to go buy me a bag of M&Ms now if they're not on Kyle Busch's car, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
Let's talk about Martin Truex Jr. Oh my God, this man! This, I mean, this man, this dude started. I can't. I can't even remember where he started. Four times. Yeah. From the back. From the very back. We're not talking like mid pack. Yeah, he got know. the. What was it? He got a free pass and was behind he got the two lap free track. Passes. Yeah. yeah, he was still I mean, behind everybody. Yeah, I, I mean that man come out. And he put on a show. Yes, he did. I mean, he put on a damn good show. I yes. mean, me and you were right there on the edges of our right. seats. Guys, when we, we, were seen, when we seen the fourth time that Truex had to start in the back and it was getting to the lighter portion of the race, me and Kyle were literally sitting about five inches from the TV screen. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. we got our heart broke. <clears throat> Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't catch up to. Uh, I mean, he had it? a. There was a three second gap between um, him and Chastain, wasn't it? Yeah, Ross Chastain. There was a three second gap. So yeah. I mean, they only had. They only had twenty laps to make that work. I'm sure right. he probably could have. I would have loved but, for a caution to come out at oh, the man. end. Oh god! We I think he was screaming for a damn caution. Oh, I think he would have took Hamlin and Larson both. Oh yeah, yeah. He he definitely had a fast car. Like that's been all over my. See, my I'm Facebook. pretty sure. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we were tracking him at 159 going around that track. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the fastest. Yeah, that's what it was. 69. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was the fastest car on that track. Yeah, he held the fastest lap for a while. Well, it, I was about to say, it wasn't even just for the end of the race. Yeah, He's had to do this, guys, four, four times from the back. Four different times from the back. From the And uh, the and last time was uh, coming off of a uh, pit speeding penalty. Yeah, yeah, speeding in the pits. And, and he would have, if he wouldn't have got that... <clears throat> If he wouldn't have got that penalty, he would have he would have been right up there, and he could have been easily right where Denny Hamlin was. Oh yeah, I mean he was. Let's see, he came in. He was on the pole. He would have been on on the front row. Yeah. Before the speeding penalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if he, he would have uh, got that, he had uh, um, it was a loose lug nut. Yeah, it had to go in and, on an undergreen, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and, and that's stupid shit, you know? Like, yeah, like the tire, the, fucking the tire changer speeding. definitely dropped the ball oh, yeah. on Big that time. one. Big time. If I was MTJ, man, I'd be pissed. And I, I'm sure, <clears throat> you know, he was pissed when that happened, but then the fact that he was caught speeding down, and I even, oh, yeah. me and you both even heard over the radio him apologizing to the team and stuff. Yeah. Hey, you know, he, I, I screwed up. Yeah, you know? I mean, I get, you know, they are they are pretty lenient on the pit speeds, you know. I think they allow them like two or three miles over that they can go. Right, and, right. You know, as long as it's not like a dramatic amount over yeah if you're 55 <clears throat> pit speed and you're yeah. doing 65 i yeah. mean obviously yeah. you need to be recommended uh, for that but i i don't remember the actual speed he was going but i don't think he was actually going that fast that's a, well if that i much if over. i recall i think it was like a mile per hour over yeah, or I, I, that's like that. what i was thinking too was a mile or two but i just i didn't want to say it and get you know be wrong well i said it but, so if i'm wrong guys i'm sorry you're gonna have to cuss <laughs> me out later all right um Let's go ahead and move on to uh, Ross Chastain. Yes. Um, that man. To be a Why non- the fuck is that man not in the playoffs? 
He didn't have that kind of show in the in the regular season. That is fucking insane. Like, that's what I was like, asking you all race. I can't. Sunday. I can't even. Where was this at? I'm the gonna whole go season? look and see where the fuck he was. That race where he started because I mean I know he finished. I know he finished third, and he was matching Kyle Larson's speed. Yeah. Uh, and everybody so listening right now that he started twenty third, so he started about mid pack. Yeah, okay, it came from mid pack. Run that son of a bitch up to the front, and was for a minute, for a minute before things got stretched out between Hamlin and Larson and everybody else. Mm-hmm. He was gambling right there with them. Yeah, I mean, he was in the show. Yeah, I mean, Chastain definitely showed out, but unfortunately, not. Not in playoff mode. He wasn't able to to make the playoffs, unfortunately. I feel like uh, Chastain could have been a real uh, a real contender throughout the playoffs if he would have if he would have made it in. So I really, I mean, watching Chastain's performance at Darlington, I would, you know, of course he's not in the playoffs. No. But he he was the only non playoff driver that was in the top in the what, top 10? ten yeah top 15 I mean he almost. was he was right there saying hey guys yeah you I'm, know, I'm here to I'm here to run with you guys I know I'm not in it to win a championship but <laughs> I'm still I, in I, it to I'm, win it though yeah I'm still gonna push this thing <laughs> yeah I'm gonna put I mean, it in the wall or I'm gonna pass you one yeah he he definitely showed out uh, at Darlington I I was really surprised at how far he or how quickly he moves throughout the track and it seemed like every single time he come back from commercial break they were talking about Chastain moved up this much or MTJ moved up this right, much. Right, yeah. MTJ <clears throat> got put back and I now mean, he's moving back up. I mean Yeah, but it was almost like there was a t- uh, little bit right there where we had, you know, a couple of cautions pretty close together and we yeah. were looking at the at the scoring and Truex was in the back, and yeah. then a lap or three goes by, and all of a sudden he's in the top fifteen. Oh yeah! I mean, it, I think one of them was like two or three laps, and he was already he was almost fast. top ten. Yeah, so yeah, he, he definitely had a quick car. I mean, I really wish he would have just kept calm. Yeah. And I understand, you know, not keeping calm in a situation like that. Yeah. You're trying to shit and get. You're trying to win races. You're yeah, trying. Yeah. I mean, I mean, trying yeah, to do your playoff job. time, right? <laughs> you're trying to do the damn thing, but. I really wish he could have kept his composure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, uh, and speaking of Chastain, uh, it says uh, in the twenty twenty two, uh, he's going to be alongside uh, Daniel Suarez. Yeah, yeah. For uh, what is it? Track house. Yes, sir. Is that what it is? Track house. I said trap house. Ah, <laughs> trap house racing. <laughs> Uh, guys, what were we come. doing for that? Because <laughs> it was me and you that I said trap house, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, that was stupid shit. I think that was in the first first episode of yeah. Race Was it? Yeah, I think yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, track house racing. Um, Daniel Suarez, man, we haven't really heard we haven't really heard much about him the last couple of years. Well, I mean, I think uh, he's got the potential. He just, I think, I think a lot of it's got to do with equipment. Yeah, uh, maybe a little bit of team management. Mm, yeah, I can see that. Uh, and like like you say, you know, he races. Who's he racing for now? Um, uh, uh, Ganassi. Chip Ganassi. Yeah. 
So Ganassi's got a lot, you know some good drivers. Yeah, I mean they. So Ganassi's always had, had right. always had good drivers. So Suarez's teammates are a little more, I guess, known, popular. Yeah. yeah. So it's he's not really one that he's wanting to push to the light. Yeah. But he's there. Well, you know, he's good enough to maybe get a win, yeah. get us some recognition. I mean, he can at least finish in top twenty. So, right. I mean. Right. That's not bad. But I don't think he has the best equipment <clears throat> yeah. that his teammates has got. I think they're doing a little yeah, something I think, different. I think if you throw him at uh, HMS, which would probably never happen, or at JGR, or, you know, in, in one of those hierarchy yeah. teams, you know, I feel like he could probably have a little more potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, about. I mean, top. If I'm if I'm pitbull with Trackhouse, you know, I'm not gonna complain at top twenty, top twenty five finishes. I mean, that's not bad. You're about mid pack. I mean, and that's also coming from someone that we'll talk about that a different later. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> hell, what was I gonna say? Uh, well, let's talk about HMS. Let's talk about Hendrix Motorsports. Because they had a shit show of a race at Darlington. A shit show. Yeah, they had, uh, what was it, three cars? Uh, or was it four? It was No, they have four all together. Yeah, so it, it was, was Chase and William Byron. Yes. Yeah, that's I mean, right. And Larson there at the end fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he had nothing to lose, man. I mean, he's riding but right yeah, behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that. But, like, that's three cars coming home destroyed for HMS. Three and cars. You know, if I if, if I were Rick Hendrick, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be too too happy about that. <laughs> uh, well, three cars. You know, not perform uh, out of the race. Basically, yeah, he's uh, he's actually got to pay to work on four cars. Yeah, where was Bowman? What happened to Bowman? I forgot about him. I know he got screwed up somewhere too. So it was three cars that didn't finish because it was Elliot, Byron, and Bowman. I think Bowman was in that early stuff. Early stuff. I'm yeah, because that's trying to when think back. that's when William Byron. Uh, Got his damage. Yeah, yeah, his yeah, yeah. He clipped yeah. Bowman. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're right. I for, completely forgot about that. Yeah. But I, I was, mean, I was like, I know there's a sec- another one I'm not thinking of. <laughs> I would have been day. if I if I was the the I guess owner of Hendricks. I would be pissed off that Larson gave me the fourth car to fucking work on, man. I mean, damn. Yeah. So, but not only do you got three to work on, your star driver just right. fucked his car up as well. But at the same time, but yeah. you would be conflicted because yeah. he just got yeah. a second place I mean, finish in the playoff. Yeah, I, I don't think I would really even I – don't, I don't think I'd be mad at that, you know. Uh, I am really shocked that first round of – the playoffs, two out of the four HMS drivers are not in the top 12, 16. Well. Byron, well, as of right now, as of the first round. Yeah, the first. We're not at eliminations yet. The first round now, I know, let's see, what's coming up this week? Uh, Bristol? Richmond. Richmond, Richmond. Bristol's next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah I got confused because uh, 
Yeah. You know, my home track. I wish. Bristol. I, I'd love to get it. Don't get me hyped up. Okay? <laughs> don't get me hyped up. Lucky. I'm ready for it. Uh, Richmond. Harvick does pretty well there. Harvick does do pretty well. Harvick also stepped up a little bit in this first playoff race. He did. He stepped up way more than what I was expecting. Because I'm pretty sure you put He's, him in the, your four. I uh, put him as one of my cutoff first, line. Yeah, one of my first cutoffs. Yeah, he was one of my first elims. So, and, well, what did I tell you? He's yeah, always he, he's always done Harvick, his best work at the end of the day, you know. Harvick definitely uh, definitely showed out. You know, he uh, he definitely let him know. You know, hey, I'm here to I'm here to work. You know, he started ninth. Uh, where did he Where did he finish at? Shit, hold on. Uh, uh, so he only made up four spots. Went from um, ninth to fifth. But you know, looking at it like that, you know, it doesn't. It's not really that much. But considering when Kevin Harvick got into the playoffs, he was the sixteenth driver, which means he. He just made it into the playoffs. Harvick is now seventh in the playoffs. So he gained quite a bit. He he put himself in a position away from the cutoff line. Yeah. And also, if he keeps showing out like he's done at Darlington, he's going to put himself in the run for the last four. I feel, I feel like with Kevin, I feel like it's just going to be a skating by, like, you know, Making it past the cutoff, and I'm good. Yeah, the hair of your nose. You know, just keep it, Yeah, yeah, just keeping it right above where where you need to be. You know, maybe a little better than where you need to be, but I feel like that's going to be his strategy. You know, let everybody else get worked up over the playoffs. Let everybody else make the mistakes because of it. Um, but I feel like I feel like Harvick will definitely be. Uh, a round of eight for sure, for sure. Round of eight, maybe, possibly the championship four. And see, I mean, it wasn't just, you know, it, the the fact that he places seventh in the playoffs gets me because he he doesn't he didn't show anything extra through the season that gave you the, any any clue as to how he was going to yeah, be in the he's playoffs. Even, he's even said that he's had a shitty season. Yeah, like, oh, This has been his worst season. I mean, do you think he was saying that in general public? That way he gets around the garage, oh, we got this guy, he's not going to be a threat. I mean, and just I mean, if you really look at the stats of this year, he really has had a shitty season. Yeah, I haven't, I, mean, I haven't seen any of the stats I for mean, him. I mean, he just barely made it into the playoffs, you know. So it's it's been a hell of a season for him. He's had to fight to get to where he is, and he sure got that fight going from 16th to 17th <clears> in the playoffs on the first round. Hopefully we'll see more of him going going yeah, through for sure. going through the whole thing. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to go back to the William Byron thing. Yeah. We were wrong on that. Uh, by the way, okay. he was the one that had the blowout and hit the retaining wall. Oh yeah, but then then Bowman come in and clipped him, didn't it? No, was I that, think, no that, that was, that was uh, later on, wasn't it? No, because when he hit the retaining wall, uh, he had to be uh, hooked up and towed back to the pit. That's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. 
that's the one that made you cringe when you watched Whatever. it. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, man. straight. Yeah, like, I mean, we're I mean, talking like a, a knife through, a hot knife through I mean, butter. he didn't he even know, he didn't even know the tire impacted. was cut down until he went to turn yeah. into the corner and he just let yeah, go. Yeah, that was, that was a bad, a bad hit. Like, I, I quivered pretty bad on that one. That was... And you're also correct, Bowman and him did have uh, a little incident there, but it was minor damage. Uh, yeah. It was on lap 14. Yep. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so, I mean, you're right on that part, but it, was, it wasn't what put uh, Byron out. Yeah. The tire getting cut down is no. what... What sent him in into the pit? And, I yeah. mean, he's he's back in the garage area, and I mean that was a big hit. Oh yeah, like that was. I, I mean, being you know, like I, like I said in the last in the last episode, you know, I racing's a, a hell of a lot different than um, than real racing. But I mean, when you're going at the speed you're going, and even on the screen, like. It makes you jump, and it makes you cringe. Like, when you hit a wall or, you know, spin out or somebody just nails you, like, <clears throat> speaking of you cringe. You had an incident no, in your race, huh? We are not discussing that. Oh, garbage. come on now. I've seen what happened. We are. Let's talk about Danny Hamlin and his first win first, <laughs> and, we'll, and then we'll talk about this <clears throat> shit, because I know you're itching to get to it. Uh, Denny Hamlin, first win of the season. Denny Hamlin surprised me. The first round gonna, of the I'm playoffs. I'm not going to lie. First round, first win. Shocking. Um, I honestly don't know what to say about it. I know when he got past Larson, and we all know Larson has been on a rail on his restarts. Oh, God, yeah, it didn't says. make a damn if he started on the inside or the outside. The man took off like a freaking rocket. Oh, halfway yeah. halfway through the back stretch after a restart, he, he was be, gapping. He could be in the back of the pack on the restart yeah. and already be past everybody by time. Right, yeah, I don't looked, know what the fuck they're putting, what kind of fuel they're putting in his car <laughs> or what fucking kind of engine they've got in that thing. But he take he took off every single restart. I mean, he was Yeah, uh, nobody could touch him. I mean, Hamlin kept up with him, but on a restart... Hamlin got lucky on, because on a, of that mm-hmm. um, green flag pit stop. Yes, sir. Hamlin got <clears throat> super fucking lucky on that. And, and another thing, once Hamlin got in front of Larson, I don't know if it was the clean air or just the, the stress of not having someone close to you yeah. that you have to fight around the track... Yeah. Once he got out front, dude, he he was on a rail. Oh yeah, you couldn't stop the guy. And yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure they were tracking his beats per minute, guys. I race on the Xbox. Kyle races on i racing. We're both very good at at the consoles and the PC racing, but our heart rates, we can tell you right now, and you correct me if I'm wrong. Our heart rates go through the freaking roof to where we're about to have a freaking stroke okay my race i i got i started the restart on my race and my heart rate was already right like i could feel my right denny hamlin all but the last of the race when it was getting down all right this guy stayed a hundred beats per minute through this whole race that's going through traffic racing for the lead getting the lead and keeping the lead yeah 
at and Darlington. Having to deal with lap traffic and you know green flag pit, pit stops because that right there in itself can be stressful. Because if you fuck up, yeah, that uh, can cost your race. Martin Truex. Yeah. Well, that didn't cost him his race. I mean, it kind of <laughs> did though. I nah. mean, the the lug nut and the speeding penalty. I, I would have if I were him I would be happy with a fourth place finish. Oh I'm not saying he should be I'm not down. saying he shouldn't be happy with where he came out with. I'm just saying as much as that man put down on that mm-hmm. track he should have won that race. Yeah he should have. I mean he was racing like he I'm was ecstatic that Hamlin won. Yeah, oh you know, yeah. the, you know, fucking great job. Yeah, you dude. know me, JGR all the way, man. Right. I'm stoked that Danny finally right. got his first win. And I swear if Truex. Hadn't had that speeding penalty and started right beside of Hamlin. Him and Danny would have been battling. Truex all the way, man. Yeah. At the at the end of the night, yeah, I, I believe feel... if Hamlin didn't take him out, <clears throat> yeah, Truex is race to lose right there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I I feel like you know if if things didn't the way things played out for Truex, I feel like if those didn't happen, Truex would have been a top contender after that. Like Denny's got his ticket punched to the next round. So he's going into round 12. So I think Truex needs to do that same shit he just did at Darlington at Richmond this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and another thing on the restarts, all right, we're, we were talking about, I hate to, you know, jump back and forth, but there's so much, like, bouncing around. Yeah. <clears throat> we both and everybody that watched the race knows how good Larson was on the restart. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you remember correctly, and then right there, he held off Larson. Hamlin held off Larson for two restarts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were battling side to side, like door to door. Two restarts, and Larson had for the like outside of each lane. Oh, and yeah. you know as well as I do, outside of Darlington on a restart is where you want to be. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, yeah, that, Hamlin, Hamlin definitely <clears throat> showed out, and Kyle, Kyle Larson definitely showed out as well. I mean, he really, he really laid it all out there. Um, I, I was pretty surprised by that. I really thought Larson would have took it. And I'm uh, uh, doing some reading, guys. Sorry. For yeah, this, yeah. Sorry for the quiet. pauses, guys. We're, we weren't ready for tonight at all, but you know. Um, we're still here. It says it says here. All right, and I'm reading, and I'm pretty sure this is Hamlin saying this. Uh, I didn't want to wreck him. I just wanted to try to get to his outside. Yeah. But he did a great job not making any mistakes during the last run. I was having to push really hard. Oh yeah. In second to try to stay with him. Oh, all yeah. right, that tells you the winner of the race. All right. Is pushing his car past the limit. Mm-hmm. To keep up with Kyle Larson. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just wondering the pit strategy that Hamlin and I say I think it was Hamlin that took a, a an out of rhythm from everybody else pit stop and Truex too. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if the pit strategy ended up making Hamlin having a little bit fresher tire at the end of the run. Yeah. To take the checkered flag than Larson yeah, did. Yeah, I mean, being being an eye racer, you know, you really don't realize how much these guys depend on tires. Like, I mean, when you 
if you have a one lap, if you have a, a one lap fresher tire than the person you're starting next to, you're going to beat them every time. If you guys have the same, you pit on the same lap, and you guys have the same amount of freshness, you guys are battling it out. Now, if you've got one person that's got 40 laps on their tires and one person that's got five laps, them five lap tires are going to outbeat the 40 lapper all day. Right, right, right. So, I mean, you you really have to rely on your tires, and especially at places like Darlington. Darlington will eat the shit out of your tires. I mean, that track is... The banking and the straightaway speed. Yeah, I mean, that track is just so, so abrasive on, on your tires at those speeds, going into the corners that you do, and then rolling off on the straights. It eats all four of them. Well, plus, you had a lot of a lot of your drivers this past past weekend running right around... Oh yeah, that right on that wall. Side on that wall. I mean, right me and you were wall. even talking, watching it. You know, they're paper thin to that wall. Oh yeah, I can't tell you how many times Truex made me jump out of my seat because I thought he was in the wall. Right. I mean, <clears> you <throat> couldn't, you couldn't even put another layer of paint in between the wall and the car. Yeah, I mean, you being an eye racer, it's a lot different. All right, guys, eye racing from egg racing on the Xbox. All right, the the physics are way different. Okay, they're way better. So, <laughs> iRacing is a lot better physics than on a console. Yeah. That being said, I can't tell you what it's like to run up against that wall. Even though I've done it, I can't tell you how much it eats the tires out. But now on iRacing, where the physics are more accurate to the real thing, how much, Kyle, does it does it affect your tires driving on the outside versus diving down and kind oh, of diving man. in the well, corner. I mean, it really just depends on the line you take. Like when you're running, uh, if you're if your car's set up to run low lines, I mean, you you've basically got no banking at Darlington on the inside, and then it just like is a straight <clears> bank. <throat> so I mean, it really depends on on your banking. But when you're running right up against that wall, you want your tires to be as clean as fresh as possible because if they're not you're gonna go right into that wall and you're gonna ride that wall all the way out of the turn now i know on xbox it, this doesn't happen but on i racing does it get marbly at the top yes yes there is a, a marble effect so when you're so how do you keep clean <clears throat> tires on a track that takes that rubber away and it's only got one place to go and that's where you're running at the wall and now you see where the struggle comes in and not just on iRacing that's for in real life as right, well right right because I mean I'm going <clears> off <throat> of watching Hamlin and Larson running right there oh yeah right there oh, yeah. paper thin to that wall oh yeah I mean you really like <clears throat> it does get marbly I mean but when you get enough guys running the top line them marbles do shift and they go down lower and if you got enough guys running the two lines that you can, that you have and that you've seen on at Darlington you've got an outside line and an inside line you only got two lines you don't have four or five lines like you do at Talladega right the, the I mean, track Bristol you got three at going, Bristol yeah I mean you don't have what 
multiple lines like that at Darlington. So, yeah. so you're saying one of two options, inside or outside. So basically, you're saying if you're going to try to pull a three wide at Darlington, you better kiss your ass goodbye and go. Oh yeah, yeah. If you're on the bottom three wide at Darlington, get the fuck out of the race. You shouldn't even be here. Right. You put <laughs> that car somewhere where you, <laughs> yeah. you're going to hurt somebody. I mean. You can you can notice even at places like Daytona, like with with the high banking, when you go down on that apron, that apron will it's so slick down there because there's It'll no wash your car rip, out. there's no rubber built up, there's no there's nothing there, and it's flat too. Yeah, right? and it's, it's flat. <clears throat> so when you're going from that steep banking and then you just come down on that apron, your car is gone. You're putting it right into the wall, and I zero chances of saving it unless you're going like 10 miles an hour so all that being said guys when you watch these professionals like Denny Hamlin and Larson running these high lines and you know out of the groove that would make sense by just looking at the track you know they're actually taking themselves out of danger by running what looks like to us very dangerous but you also got to consider you know, me and you and the guys and ladies that are listening to us right now, you know, we can't just go hop in a race car run right around that wall, you know. We're gonna we're gonna hurt ourselves. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But Man. here's an interesting <laughs> fact about Darlington's race, okay? I didn't know if you knew this or not. Larson led hundred and fifty six mm-hmm. of the three sixty seven. Mm-hmm. One stage two. Mm-hmm. Hamlin won the first stage mm-hmm. and he led 146 laps oh shit wow they're pretty close on that that's only and he won the that's race. like a handful of laps yeah they 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 definitely put out a a battle for sure like it was it was definitely one to watch <clears throat> that was a definite must watch and if I'm being honest here, Hamlin and Martin Truex both caught a break when Ryan Blaney spun in turn four. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people actually caught a break on that. <laughs> and they stayed on the track. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's that's that's insane. <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure, pretty sure you made the comment while we were watching the race about Truex saying that he felt like he could stay out longer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was so – when it come down to that final stage, the stage three, they were – and when you run green that long, you know, everybody's on a different fuel, uh, pitch strategy, you know, and, and for green flag runs like that, that's where you want to be. You want to put your team in the best position possible. Martin Truex <clears throat> was comfortable enough to stay out for another like 20 30 laps before he came in and get his four sets of tires each time. Everybody else got 5. Martin Truex got 4 on that last run. And I think if we were if I remember correctly, each team got what was it? 52 sets of tires or something like that. 15 sets of tires. Oh, I remember I think it, uh I remember I you I remember you doing the sets. math on that. I think it was 15 yeah. sets of tires. Yeah, cuz it was like they they had like 200,000 tires. Yeah. For Darlington. Um but yeah, Martin Truex definitely I think it played really well to him staying out as long as he did. Uh he did go a lap down and then we had one final caution. And that put him on the lead lap, and then that green flag run, he just hard charged right to the front. 
then we'll finish fourth. You said hard charge right to the front. Speaking of hard charge, I know you don't like them, but we got to talk about the video game move, man. Hey. Larson charged the shit out of that trying to win, man. Look, so this is the way I look at it, okay? If I were a team owner, you know, I'd be impressed. You know, that's that, that was a badass move. I mean, it was – he was really going for it. I mean, he was ready to bring that car home wrecked, but in victory lane. Okay. Yes, he was. <clears throat> but here's where I stand on it. As, per se, an owner, that's not his money. You can do those things in iRacing on the Xbox. Don't do that shit in my car. So you wouldn't, what you're saying is you wouldn't approve if you had that much money in that car, yeah, your whether, driver, to do what he did. Whether it's for first place or 31st place, don't fucking do that shit in my car. That's my money. I'm also, you know, I don't have money like that, you know. Like, right. I don't have money like Hendrix does, you right. know. But, so I'm sure for him, he's a little more comfortable with saying, hell yeah. Do that shit again next week. Just just another fender. You know, yeah. And, and, you know, being for me where in iRacing you only get, you know, a certain amount of fast repairs and that completely fixes your car. You know, so you really have to be stingy with that or your whole race is ruined. Being that it was the last lap, it was a bad, it it was fucking sick as shit. It was one of the (laughs) best fucking ways to try to get first I have ever seen in my fucking life. Do I approve of him doing it If as if I was an owner or a sponsor? Hell no. Just for the simple fact that that's not his money. So that's, It's not even coming out of his paycheck, this that is, car this that he is, fucked up. This is, this is, this is true. <clears throat> I see where you're coming from with that. You know, that's, that's basically me going down, jumping in your truck and running it through the ditch into a guardrail. You know, it's not yeah. my truck to yeah. screw up. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it's your car, you know, go right ahead, do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've got to add, this just popped in my head. It's not related to anything that happened <laughs> at Darlington or anything. Oh, God. But in a theoretical situation here, yeah. if it would have been Bush in Hamlin's position, oh, no. Kyle Bush. And, and Larson, Larson doing what he done, yeah. how do you think this would have went down? How, right. how do you think what Kyle do Bush would have handled that situation? And Kyle would have stuck to his line, and then as soon as they were coming to the line, Kyle would have spun him out. Bush would have spun him out. I totally agree with that. Now I'm as, not even going to deny that. That's much, just from past experiences watching. As much as I like to call Bush a prick or an asshole – he has the driving style that I do like. Yeah, right? that's what I mean. He drives. That's like, the same shit everybody looked at. Right with, with, with Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, well, uh, the reason why I like Chase Elliott, man, he'll put that damn thing either on the trailer or in yeah. victory lane. I mean, look at how many times Earnhardt Senior, Jeff Gordon, um, you know, other big names like that have bumped the pace car. Right. Nobody, nobody batted a fucking eye then, but Kyle Busch does it, and oh my God, park him for the night, charge right. him a million fucking dollars. Right. It's a bit. But a lot of things have changed since then too. I mean, there's that a lot has. more safety it regulation, has, yeah. a lot more strict policies on your safety. 
I mean, he so uh, he that, got fined fifty thousand dollars. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I mean, let me let me let me play this out for you because because right. I I like I like doing this shit and causing arguments. Yeah. Um, so okay, like you said, we have nowadays better safety equipment. Mm-hmm. Why was it okay then, and nobody batted an eye for Earnhardt or Gordon or Stewart or whoever when they bumped the pace car, being that the pace car. And the cars that they were running back then didn't even have the fucking Hans device. Well, I think. But now we have all this shit where, in the next gen cars, you're moving them more toward the fucking center and moving the doors outward. Right. I see. You have the safest fucking cars in the world, and you're gonna cry because he scuffed the paint on a fucking Toyota Camry. I get where you're it's going. It's gonna with cost it. me five dollars to go to the store and get some fucking paint to fix it. <laughs> right, a little touch of a pin, man. I get where you're going with that, and um, I guess my rebuttal to that would be: I, I am is, also is, just saying that as a Bush fan as well. That's not well, just. I mean, that played to both my advantage and. I guess where NASCAR is getting it from is, it is, you know, it was okay back then because we haven't had situations like Dale Earnhardt Sr.'s, yeah. you know, crashed yeah. where, you know, it, it broke yeah. his yeah. neck. Yeah, I mean, and, I get, no, I get that fully. And, I'm, you know, I'm just... I guess they're afraid, you know, too much horseplay in a serious situation. And to the to us watching it on TV, their caution laps are not fast at all, okay? No. But realistically, these guys are going 60 to 80 miles per hour yeah. under caution. I mean, That's our interstate speed. Yeah, I mean, depending on which track you're at, I know, um, I know at uh, Daytona, I'm pretty sure pacing speed is uh, between 80 and 90 miles an hour. Right. So, I mean, so you got to look at the Toyota Camry that you were talking about, stepping <laughs> the paint off of. <laughs> All right. This scratch on it. This car, this this pace car, is not designed <laughs> to go 200 <laughs> fucking miles an hour. Okay. Only so they get a bump from a car. That is built and designed to where fifty miles an hour to it is like five miles an hour. I know. I, yeah, I, yeah, you got I, a big I, yeah. difference there. I, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And you know, the and like pace I said, car doesn't have that safety equipment. So if yeah, they by chance done it the wrong way, but I mean, with a guy as qualified, so to say, as Kyle Busch, I mean, if he really. That's the like, point there. Going back to what happened to him going into the garage at Darlington, if he really wanted to hit somebody, he, he all he had to do was put if the foot he really down. wanted to spin the pace car, he would have. Right. But I'm right. going to go back even farther uh, a couple of years back when he was in the truck series, and dude fucking slammed on his brakes in front of him. Oh yeah. And what did he, Kyle do? Let him go. Let him go. And Kyle just fucking yeah. Took him out. I mean. I, I completely fucking just lost track on where the fuck I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> I get what you're saying that that you know you have a professional race driver yeah. rubbing the pace car, yeah. but on the other side of that fence, the guy in that pace car is not a professional. Yeah. So well, yeah, him yeah, bumping and rubbing on somebody like Kyle Larson, you yeah. know, Kyle Larson knows and has the reaction to counteract the effect. Yeah. The guy in the pace car, he's probably just going to be like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you know, whatever, whatever. I still, whatever. But <laughs> I'll fight you know, all day on it. Uh, uh, so, so we have weird. Kevin Harvick, <laughs> yeah, Kyle Busch, mm-hmm. Brad Keselowski, who Brad Keselowski. We didn't see him till the final laps of stage three. And Joey Logano were well, I don't even fifth. Know what happened to him? Were fifth through eighth. 
What do you mean? That's where they come in at. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Kozlowski was way off. Oh, yeah. Like, he, we saw him maybe, what, two clips out of the whole freaking race? Yeah. All right, guys, the reason why this is a big shocker is because, you know, a few years ago, all you've seen on the TV was Brad Kozlowski just shitting and getting, wearing him out. I mean, he was on top of the sport. I mean, he was... He was the guy to look at. Yeah. I mean, when he came out, when, you know, when he was in his prime and first started, you know, he was he was all over, like how, like how Car- Kyle Larson is now. You know, he was just winning races left and right. Everybody hated him. Yeah. And just as many people that hated him loved him. Well, see, I, I think that, that too, is Brad was at the point to where Kyle Busch is. You mm-hmm. know, he doesn't give a shit if the fans yeah. are booing him or what. Well, he's out there doing his if job. If I'm not mistaken, I actually seen or heard something, I can't remember which one, about um, this being Brad Keselowski's final year. Really? I think. I'm, I'm not for sure. I might have him mistaken with somebody else, but I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere, which is actually a shocker for me because he's still pretty young. I mean... I could be wrong. Again, don't quote anything I ever fucking say. Right. Well, I mean, same here, guys. I mean, we're <laughs> we're fans. We're, we're fans, just like the guys <laughs> listening to stuff. And we're just yeah. talking about you know shit that we see on the TV and stuff we read about and stuff we hear about and you know the eye racing stuff. Because Kyle, if you haven't watched him, guys, check him out. He'll have to give you the name to look for and stuff on there. But the dude is good. He's this is all right. Uh, he don't want to talk about it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say he had some shitty luck at Darlington Race the other night, we're, and we're he got about it. he got ran the hell over. We're just gonna talk. And about it. it was don't just, spoil the surprise. It was though. just it was just a whole big cluster that should not have happened. But I did call that on the uh, lap one. I called that shit before it even started. I said, "Watch out for that wreck on lap yeah. one." All right. So real quick, we'll. Uh, Let's talk about this one thing. I got one more thing I want to talk about, and then mm-hmm. we can go into into Darlington for me. Yeah, I, I might have one more thing okay. before we okay. get into the That's Darlington cool. for that, you. That'll work. Um, so I'm gonna say this with all due respect to any fans of this driver or to anybody that likes this driver, but how about Michael McDowell's fucking crash? Oh. <laughs> Oh my god! That shit had to fucking hurt. Okay, I'm not gonna talk. That was bad stage about one. That. Yeah, I mean opening laps of stage one. Oh my god! And oh man, the loves car, man. This fucking guy, dude. Like I told you last week when we talked about going into the playoffs, that McDowell was, would spin out. What was it? it? Was lap 31? Oh, yeah, I believe so. 31 or 32, something like that. Oh, my God. But, I mean, again, that's that hard impact. I mean, he really hit that inside retaining wall hard as hell. And who was it? It was a petty motorsports driver. uh, Eric Jones. Eric Jones, yeah. It was right there on that new patch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I mean, because you don't have it in iRacing, which I was actually really surprised about because iRacing usually stays up to date with stuff like that. But when you're going into turn one and two, you have a fresh stretch of asphalt up in the second line, up towards the wall. So, and when you're coming off of that concrete that 
um, what track? Darlington. Mm-hmm. When you're coming off that concrete onto fresh, grippy asphalt, it's a big difference. Right. So when you're coming out of it and you're losing all that grip, you're having to fight the car that much more. Well, we were talking about that watching the race Sunday too. Uh, about uh, I, I forget who it was, but they were showing the in car uh, of one of the drivers and. Right before they get that patch, he was left, right, working the shit yeah. out of that wheel. I mean, he was driving yeah. the pit. I think it was the number 10 car. Pretty yeah, sure it was Eric number yeah, yeah, Eric. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah. He was wheeling the shit out of this car, guys, all right? And in order for you to be able to make it look good on the track and then fans look into the car and you're driving the shit out of you it. You see this car going straight? Yeah. Or, or you know, in the turn turning, you know? And it looks good as shit, but if you look in that car, yeah, he is. You're gonna see yeah. him just struggling to hold and, that fucking wheel where it needs to be. And where I was going with it is, is he was fighting the shit out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, as soon as he went through that new patch, that wheel was that smooth, shit locked up, was smooth as fuck. And then when he come off of it, yeah, about every driver yeah. last oh, week yeah. oh, that yeah. came off of that patch, that rear end kicked out a little bit, mm-hmm. and then you've seen everybody grabbing yeah. their car back, catching yeah. that everybody rear end. Everybody brought that nose in toward um, more towards the uh, that middle line. And I'm pretty sure, as far as McDowell goes, he was saying the 43 was jamming everybody up. Bullshit. That's just an excuse for shitty driving. Well, if we go back and look, hold on a second, guys. Let me look here. Uh, I got a replay of the crash right here, actually. If I'm not mistaken, the 43 couldn't have been jamming him up for the simple fact that he was in front of the 43. What I think happened is the air came off the back of the 40 or uh, the 34 from the 43 car. And McDowell couldn't control his car. Yeah, I can see that. I just, I, I just don't. I'm still holding on to Michael McDowell being out first. Uh, one of the first ones cut off at the cutoff time. I just, he, he's just not that great of a driver yet. The kid's still got a lot to learn. I don't see him making it past. Round of 16. Well, see, in the replay, I'm pretty sure he was trying to go three wide, too. Yeah, he was. He was trying to go three wide. And he had that left side a little too low. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you've got slight banking, and then you've got, like, the deep, you know, banking. You know, that's that little patch that I'm talking about. If you go down on that where it's just slightly banked, I think it's like like eight or ten degrees banked right there and then it goes into like uh, uh, 28 degree banking you know that little bit of banking down there you're gonna lose the car going down there and I'm I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken that's what happened he just put them left sides down too far while trying to go three wide at Darlington which you're a fucking idiot if you do that McDowell uh, <clears throat> yeah um, <laughs> but you put them you put them left sides down on that and see, and your car is gone. And see, that was that's the reason you see these guys at Darlington running up against that wall. And if 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 I'm not mistaken, McDowell sits last on the 16 driver playoff grid, 20 points 
below the em- elimination line. Yeah, yeah, 20 points below. And he's only got two races left to come back. Yeah, I mean, he keeps doing this shit like he did at Darlington, then he's not, he's not going to. You know, if by some fucking means, I'm knocking on wood because <laughs> I don't want him to, he can come out and pull a win at Richmond or Bristol. Which I hope it's not fucking Bristol, because that's not who I want to go see win. Yeah, I know who um, you want to go see with. Cl- uh, clean, clean sweep there. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but if Kyle Busch, if you don't know that, guys. If he keeps driving like the way he has been, you know, what his track record is, he's not going to make it. I mean, the guy got in by sheer fucking right, luck. Right, right. See, he's one of my picks. For the first four, you know, the first eliminated. He and I was wrong. There. It wasn't the rain out. Eric Almarola won the rain out at New Hampshire. Michael McDowell won Daytona the next week or the next couple weeks uh, because all the guys in the front, like Kyle Busch, uh, Kyle Larson, uh, William Byron, Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, those guys all crashed out on the last lap. And McDowell come through. From like fifteenth <clears throat> and so he, he's basically just hard racing in the front. And yeah. Got lucky. Yeah. So I, that that was my mistake from last uh, last week's episode. I, I said that he won the rain out. Almirola won the rain out. So um, looking at the drivers that don't have a cushion in the points right now, Chase Elliott, mm-hmm. William Byron, mm-hmm. Kyle Busch, yeah, and they all. Were in separate crashes at Darlington and yeah. put out the race. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'll tell you, Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush will be back over that cut line. You think he like, can rebound oh, yeah. from it, oh, yeah. uh, especially be, after his comments and yeah. attitude after they yeah. released him? Who fucking cares? Right. Right. <laughs> um, you run like shit. That's what you get. Yeah. I mean, no, Kyle Bush. I mean, we're coming up to Richmond and Bristol. Bristol, we know Kyle Bush has swept multiple times. So, it would be highly in his favor to win Bristol. Richmond, he's really good at Richmond. And he always has been really good at Richmond. So, that's another potential spot that he could take and move up the ladder. Now, do you think his sim training, like he was complaining about in his interview after the fact, is going to affect him as much as he portrayed it to be affecting him? I think when it comes to these drivers doing sim training I don't I don't like I agree with it because it iRacing is the most realistic you can get without actually being in a car but you know there's factors in real racing that don't apply in iRacing you know, so I feel like that was just kind of a cop out from him. Like he's just you think, finding just something to blame and just blame just pointing the finger, yeah. and turning it away from him. And I mean, Toyota's always had good fucking cars in NASCAR. Always. Oh yeah, I mean that's why they're still there. Yeah, I mean they've. Pro- I mean, look at so look at. Many I'm not saying anything drivers. bad about the make of the car, but look at Dodge. Yeah. Dodge had some uh, Bill Elliott. Yeah, Dodge he had dro- a lot he of drove great I mean, drivers. he they have had some top of the line drivers, yeah. but they're not in the motorsport anymore. Yeah, Dodge had a lot of great drivers. Um, but yeah, I just I, I I more or less feel like that was just a, a cop out and 
point the blame somewhere else. So um, I gotta ask before we switch subjects. <clears throat> There's two races in the opening three race round. Mm-hmm. Saturday at Richmond, mm-hmm. and then the 18th of September at Bristol. Yep. Which I'll be there. The lowest ranked drivers will be eliminated. Yeah. End of the round 16. Mm-hmm. Who do you got for Richmond? Who do I got for Richmond? Yep. What's your pick on Richmond? Oh, let's see. You know, I think I think Joey Logano might have a good chance. <clears throat> I think Logano might have a good chance. I think Bl- Blaney could have a good chance at it too, though. I was thinking, and definitely Kyle Larson, because I mean it's a short track. I mean those guys are good. The Kyle Busch came from short track racing, so th- those tracks just come natural to <clears> those guys. <throat> to be honest with you, at Richmond, of course I'm going to pull for Kyle Larson. Yeah, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. sneeze at the fact that Kyle Busch is right there with them. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I think Kyle Busch is a top five. But this, these two drivers right here that I'm about to say are two of them. I hope blow both of these guys, both Bush and Larson, out of the water. Yeah, that's Truex and Harvick. Truex and Harvick. Yeah, I could see that too. I could definitely see Truex pulling something out. Um, Harvick. I don't think I could see him pulling for the win. I could see him getting top five maybe, but I, I definitely feel like after Richmond he'll he'll move up quite a bit. And, of course, guys, we all know what's <laughs> going to happen at Bristol. God, it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> and I can't wait to watch that shit right in person. If you've never been to an actual Bristol race, guys, all right, not only do you get a shit show on the track and with pits and all the the stuff you come to see, you also get a shit show trying to get into the stadium Trying to find a parking spot, trying to get through the traffic, trying to get through the people, the crowd. Mm-hmm. If you're not going to go, I encourage you to at least watch it on TV because it's going to be a hell of a race. And it is, it is the night race. One of the only races that has eluded me my whole NASCAR oh, life here. Man, I remember being I remember being like six, seven years old watching... Uh, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, yeah, Dale Jarrett, Rusty Wallace, yep. Dale Earnhardt, you know, at Bristol and just watching them. And, and I'm like, that has always been a track that I've wanted to go at since I was knee high. Have you never been? No. This will be my time, my first time, my wife's and my daughter's first time. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. And, and to make it even better, it's the night race. So. I'm here to tell you, you're going to love it, dude. And we're going to the Xfinity. The oh, so you're going to Friday. both shows? Yeah, we're going to Xfinity Friday and then Bristol Saturday. Well, I'm going to say here on the mic and everything, go to hell because that's the only race I ain't never been to is the <laughs> Bristol night race. I've been to drag races. I've been to four or five of the day races. i got to tell you, the day races, they're badass. I yeah. love them. They're yeah. awesome. I would have loved to have made it to the Bristol dirt race. Oh, yeah, I would have too. That, oh, that's man. another one I haven't been that to. Been I forgot ass. about the changing it to dirt and back yeah. and forth. Which kind of worries me about that because wouldn't you think that the dirt would cause some kind of effect for the surface of the track for the asphalt race? Mm-hmm. Or the, I think it's asphalt, isn't it asphalt? Yeah, or is it's it asphalt. Is it, yeah. It's asphalt. No, uh, 
they take they go through I mean they spend from the time they race Bristol dirt in April and they spend all this time leading up to that fall race making sure the track is clean everything's in working order so I, I don't think that we'll have an issue I mean if we do they'll be sliding around on <laughs> asphalt it'd be cool as shit so. you ever seen a cup car drift around <laughs> Bristol you're about to god yeah wait for the 2022 season oh, with the next gens on Bristol dirt oh Jesus god but no I, I encourage everybody <laughs> if you ever get the chance yeah, go definitely. to a Bristol race alright it is the most fun racing event that I've ever been to and you know me I've been on local dirt tracks I've watched local dirt tracks I mean yeah. hell me you and your family and, and my girlfriend went to 411 and watched yeah, yeah. watched the dirt races 411 at Seymour I love I love 411 I've always been a big fan since we moved to Tennessee right of 411 and they just you know there's other little tracks around here like um, the Gap uh, yeah Bulls, Bulls Gap, Gap. Yeah, yeah Volunteer Speedway you know there's other places that you know, they have great shows, but there's nothing like 411. I mean, we went and we watched the pro guys do 100 fucking laps, getting slung with dirt right in the face and clay and everything like that. So, that was that. that's definitely one of my favorites down here is, uh, is 411 for sure. <clears throat> that gets me on to my next topic before we went to the iRacing deal with, with, with what happened with you. Yeah. You said something there about the next-gen cars. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you haven't seen the next-gen cars, okay? They look sick as They fuck. look fucking they look, wicked. They look fucking mint, man. Like, right. the, I, I will <clears throat> give them that. Like, the whole layout of the car... Is definitely going back to you know the stock body style that, right. that NASCAR started with. You know that's that's what the heart of you're running, NASCAR was. You're right, you're running the manufacturer yeah. body. I mean, when I go when I turn on NASCAR, you know, I actually quit watching for a while because these cars just kept being more and more performance, which I get. You know, it's a race. Yeah, but when you're coming from a brand as, such as NASCAR running stock cars you should be running a fucking stock car or a car that even looks like a stock car right right you know if i'm driving down the road and i see a fucking a toyota camry because that's what i drive mm -hmm. in i racing it better look like that right right you know like and the way the way the next gens look I think they that's, look. that's what's going to bring a lot of people, like you just said, yeah. back to yeah, the sport. Yeah, it, it is. is. And, and NASCAR is actually called for that. That's what they want. They right. want people to come back and watch. They're they watching these get Mustangs and Camaros and Camrys go around the track, and they want a car that looks like that, but they can't mm -hmm. afford a freaking race car. Well, now, guys, you can go to the dealership, put a vinyl wrap on a fucking Camry or a Mustang, and it'll look like and it's supposed you'll to have be. what... I mean, you'll, you'll be looking at a mirror image of what they're yeah. going to put on the track. Like, we've got, I don't know if you've seen, but we've got a guy in town that works at Interstate Batteries. He had his Toyota Camry wrapped like Kyle Busch's 18 Interstate I've seen Batteries it, yeah. Car. I've seen it, yeah. I, every time I see that dude out in the store or, you know, driving by, I'm always like, man, I want that fucking car. Right. You know, not only is it Kyle Busch, but it's a Camry, and it looks like it should. Right, You know, yeah. it's, it's a stock body. It's not what these current cup cars are now, these Gen 6 cars. So it looks it looks like something that should be out racing right now. Right. Now, on these new 
next-gen cars, all right? Obviously, you just heard me and Kyle both. We love the way they look, yeah. okay? A couple of different pointers that, that's going to make it or break it for fans and car guys that get into this sport, okay? It's a shit. They don't have the same amount of power as the, as the cup it's, cars do. It's it's fucking garbage. Uh, I guarantee every they don't have. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I think you made the comment to me a while back that they have low pro tires on them. Yeah, yeah. They're All right, so there goes low, your grip. Yeah, low profile <clears throat> tires. So and you got less power. They're less taking grip. the 15 inch tires that they use now and they're bumping it up to 18 inch rims. So not only do you have low pros, you have so we're going to be watching pimp my rims. ride race around the track. Basically, yeah. <laughs> There's that part of it, guy. Uh, see what else was there? Uh, they're moving the cockpit over. Yep, they're moving it over one and a half inches, and then extending the roll bar on the doors out uh, <coughs> three quarters of an inch, I believe. Basically, guys, if you don't know what the inside of a, a cup car looks like, your cockpit is where your driver's seat is in your regular everyday car, okay? Mm -hmm. And you're right next to the door like you are driving down the interstate and you've got a roll cage in between you and that door. Mm -hmm. So essentially <laughs> what they're doing is taking the driver and, and putting him to the, the middle center. of the car yeah, and then taking the car itself and making it wider, pushing the door out another, how far did you say? I think three quarters of an inch. I'm not for sure on that. I'm, I'll have and, to, I'd have to look. I've got my... And all, all this stuff, as far as moving the driver and making the car a little wider, it's more so a safety thing for the driver on top of all the other safety stuff that they have in the vehicle with them. The driver will be moved <coughs> 1.6 inches further towards the center of the car, and the door bars have been moved further outwards. So they're getting, they're moving probably they're giving another what th five inch gap. Oh yeah, easy, easy. So that <laughs> I like about it. Yeah, I mean it, it it adds to the safety, which you know I I get that. You know, because <clears throat> when you get hit in the side, I mean those things are made to just cave. Aside from the roll bar. Right, that's why the roll bar is between yeah. you and the, yeah. the door of the car. Yeah, it's supposed to catch them. So a lot of the times when car when when guys do get T-boned, like we've seen with Kyle Busch, yeah. I mean, that car was, I mean, I'm pretty sure moving. that sheet metal was sitting, and that roll bar was sitting right there on his leg. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. So <laughs> I, I think that's a good thing that they're doing for, for safety measures. Um, how, just, do you, how do you think the less, less grip... And less power is going to affect these the, the, the drivers. It, I mean, so actually, it's going to be less horsepower and more grip. So I was wrong on so, that. Thank you for correcting me on the grip. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, I didn't know until I actually looked at my sheet, <laughs> my cheat sheet. Um, so depending on tracks, they're going to be running anywhere from 550 horsepower to 670 horsepower. What's, uh, I don't know if you can pull it up real quick, what does your current cup car have for horsepower? The current cup cars? Because <coughs> I know uh, it's I know I it's think, significantly more. It's somewhere around 800, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, current, current cup car horsepower. Ho. 
Um, right now, today's cup cars are running 750 horsepower. So that's almost a hundred horsepower difference, and more, depending on track. So, yeah, these these are going to be low horsepower cars, in more aerodynamic. At the same time. So, so what do you? Uh, that in. What do you think this is going to do? Do you think it's going to make it boring to watch now because you have the extra grip and downforce? Yeah. So and the less power. Basically, what it's going to do is it's going to keep everybody bunched up, and make for pack racing. So you're going to have like eight to ten cars in a pack, then you're going to have this big ass gap. You're going to have eight to ten cars, then you're going to have another big ass gap in some odd cars you know like I feel like they could give the horsepower back and 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 it would still be a pack racing kind of race it's just you have more risk of of what us fans like to see on on the drivers that we don't like I don't want to I don't want to watch Daytona with them doing the speed limit I do on the fucking highway right that's basically what it's going to look like. They're going to look slow as shit because they took that horsepower away. If anything, give them more fucking horsepower. Are you kidding right, me? Yeah. Give them fucking more. Right. Push it up to a, like, I watch a lot of Formula Drift, okay? Yeah. I, I like my Formula Drift cars. These guys are These guys sideways, are okay? They're sideways shifting, shifting back and forth. I'm pretty sure Von Gittin Jr.'s Mustang runs somewhere around oh, 1,200 yeah. horses. Oh, yeah, he runs like 13. Uh, All right, this man is sideways at 80 to 90 miles an oh, hour, yeah. shifting that car's weight back and forth with a wheel off the fucking ground, and you're going to give NASCAR yeah. drivers less yeah. power? Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I think they're more leaning towards pack racing than than what we're what what we're watching now, you know, which we get some pack racing, but you you can make passes when you get in a car like this, and, and if you watch my stream, you'll know like it's hard to make passes in a car like that. I, like I run this car in my league on Mondays, and it is super hard to make passes because you have you, you have you no have fucking to horsepower. have that draft yeah yeah you have to have the draft so i mean it's good you can stay in the draft and you're going fast in the draft once you get out of that draft just dies. you're going to fucking drop like a sack of potatoes so it's, basically it, the car just falls on its nose yeah yeah i mean i mean it, that's not going to make it interesting and fun <clears> for for us long-term nascar fans to really enjoy. Uh, they also get did give um, going back to the looks. They uh, they gave the next gens a split exhaust system. So now we'll be running an exhaust pipe out of each side on the tail end. So I wonder what that does for performance performance uh, wise. I have no idea. Honestly, I just have like the nitty or the most basic. I know if notes. you split the exhaust. <laughs> on a regular car like my Integra or you know your car or your truck or you know whatever you happen to be driving it opens yeah. the vehicle up more to where it can breathe out that exhaust yeah. and pull more air in yeah I mean so well, it does say that um, <clears throat> oh shit where'd it go um, the engine intake from the grill area 
with a new longer air box. So there is going to be more airflow going through the car, which means that it will give more air to the engine. That essentially which, would I increase mean, output. Yeah. So other than making these motherfuckers sound ridiculously fucking loud. Yeah, that's that's basically all it is. It's it, it says right here a radically different sound during tests over the past year. So I mean that's basically what they're doing is they're just they're putting a Hemi in a car and then taking the Hemi out of the car. Yeah, I mean you know they're like, they're cutting its throat. Yeah, they're just leaving the loud ass farting pop can sounds <laughs> if I wanted to hear that I'd just go hop in my Integra man oh I mean, shit I mean I get a guy that does that shit all night down down by my house and it's anyway I mean that's, that's basically <clears throat> what they're doing you were so. talking about you know in testing it said that you know it was a different sound and stuff mm-hmm. well they're uh, I'm thinking at Daytona there were eight NASCAR Cup Series teams yep. that took part in the first drafting test of the next yeah. gen car. Yeah, one driver from each team come out to uh, to uh, test it after the Daytona race. Let's see, I got pictures here. Yeah, that, oh god, don't get me fucking wrong, man. I love the way the car looks. I think it looks sick as shit. <clears throat> well, I tell me what it. you think about this picture right here mm-hmm. and those three cars right there. Yeah, see, that's pack racing. That's what they're doing. They're setting their pack racing. And I guarantee you, Danny Hamlin's falling off being outside of the draft. I guarantee you. That's All just right. setting up pack <clears throat> racing. All right. You see the, the, you know, what he was talking about, you know, out of the draft, probably going to fall off because you have the 17 car and the 22 car. Nose to tail. Obviously, anytime you're in a draft, guys, it's common knowledge. If you're nose to tail with the driver in front of you, you're going to go away from whoever's behind you. Yeah. I mean, the guy Unless behind you, right yeah, the guy behind too. you is going to have to be yeah. your license plate. The more okay? cars you have in a draft pack, the faster you will go. And that brings me to the next photo I'd like to show you. Mm-hmm. Uh That's after the pack race. After the photo I showed you before, this is what ended up coming back around to the line. See where the FedEx car is, don't you? Yeah. But see, that's the, here's the thing that fucks me up. You see where the three car is? Boston Dillon. Dillon was in the back. So. So it's going to be interesting. Must, yeah, I don't. I don't know how it's going to be interesting. Interesting to see. It'll be interesting. How they perform around each other. Yeah, it'll be what it'll be interesting and for me is seeing how the fans react to it in twenty twenty two. I think the uh, me personally, I think all the fans is gonna look at this car and be like, Oh man, that is sweet, that is yeah, badass. I mean it's this is this was supposed to come out this year. They were supposed to be using this car for the twenty twenty one season. Right, but but with the C word coming out and happening around yep. the world. Yeah, the C word, yeah. That put them all back. Well, we I all know what that is. Yeah. We all know what that is. If you don't know the what 19. the C word is, you need to go and look at yeah. your uh, social media and your news. Yeah. It's everywhere, okay? I thought you was about to say nudes. I was like, what? Yeah, you want to see no. my nudes? No, me? no, no. no. <laughs> anyway. Um, but what, what's, what's going to be the defining factor in here, in my opinion, is your teams. Yeah. 
you know who's it's got who's got the better equipment and program. It's definitely going to make teams uh, drive together. Like exactly. It's going to keep Toyotas together, Fords, Chevys. And also, what I think is going to make another factor is the setups these guys use on these cars. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, how you set it up really plays a big factor. I mean, in it. it don't matter really what car you run next gen, this gen, last gen, yeah, fuck off gen. It's gonna be it's gonna be something completely new that they've never worked with. Exactly. So, so they're gonna nobody, be, they're literally going to be learning it as they're going exactly. around the track so on race night. I think these older guys that continue into the twenty twenty two season is gonna have a leg up because on the guys like Kyle guys. Larson. Yeah. And Chase Elliott, uh, Ty Dillon, Chase Briscoe, yeah, yeah, all all these these new guys coming into the sport, yeah, driving this Cup car that we have this season going into the 2022 season, they're going to have to learn how to relearn and set up another car after being in that car for a year already, knowing how it does on it. And then you have guys like Kevin Harvick and Jimmy Johnson who (laughs) have. Put them already, in the car and they already yeah, know what doing. they've already went through these transitions yeah. so many times. Yeah. They kind of know what to expect. So I think next season, start be, of the season, I think you're going to see these <laughs> these guys that have been falling off and not really being where we're used to seeing them. Yeah. I think they're going to make a comeback and be up in the front and yeah. dominate the sport again. It'll definitely be interesting to see how they play out. I, I just speaking on from from my experiences in iRacing racing with the next gens. They're not for me. I, I, I'm looking, I, and I'll get more into this here in a minute when we go over the iRacing stuff, but I'm looking into a different league to run that runs the current Gen Cup cars. So uh, I just, I don't, they look cool as shit, but aside from the way they look, I don't think they're going to be all, all what they cracked up to be. Yeah, I think, I think you hit the <clears throat> nail on the head right there and, I mean, I mean, I see as what good I know what they look and and their intentions behind it. Yeah, I, I mean, see what they're going for, and I yeah. give them, I give them, I give NASCAR full respect for what they're going for. I mean, I mean, it's it's not a bad to take idea. Horsepower but, yeah, from them, that, and, that's what's getting me. You got yeah. more grip, less horsepower. You got a car that they're basically turning them into Indy cars without horsepower, right? And guys, if you watch Indy racing, all right, you have a whole lot of tire. Oh, and yeah. a little bit of weight. Yep. And power out the ass. Oh, yeah. All right. Easy. And then you go to what me and Kyle know is a stock car. You got half the tire, double the weight, mm-hmm. and slightly less horsepower. Okay. Yep. Now they're taking <clears throat> F1 and giving these cup cars less power already. Big ass tires. More grip and the same weight. Uh, I'm actually reading right here uh, uh, the bottom under the car is actually going to be a sealed bottom with full underbody and rear diffuser. Yeah, see, So the bottom's going to turn basically into a rally car. They're, they're taking the car tomorrow <laughs> and putting it in. Yeah. I mean, they're splicing They the just redesigned from, the, yeah. the chassis of it is all they did, basically. And... <clears throat> Because that's what they tried to do with the with the CO, uh, COT is they tried to put that big ass spoiler on it to give them more yeah. downforce. Yeah, and then but but here's the thing, they didn't take horsepower from it. They left the horsepower the same, if right. I'm not mistaken. Right, you're exactly. And those cars right. were shit. Yep. So maybe low horsepower 
won't be a bad thing for these cars. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I mean, the only way to know for sure is just to wait and watch yeah, I watch next season and yeah, see, I'm, see what I'm excited. happens. I'm excited for him. I can't wait to see him actually in action and, you know, watch him Sunday night driving. Um, but long term, I don't think. I think it's going to be just like the COT. It's just going to be... The switch it's be switching around back to something yeah. else in the next season. Bring I mean, the Gen Sixes back and let's just call that good. Yeah, I mean uh, that's really what I think. I, I I'd really like in a in a fantasy <laughs> world. I'd really like to see NASCAR just have one event like at Daytona or Talladega or Super Speedway to where they'll let these drivers and team owners and crews and just. Put all the illegal shit in them, your bigger cams, your injectors, run what you bring, beat the shit out of it, and run the hell out of it. I thought you were going on more of a different topic, uh, more of a different pace, like, um, like have, like, uh, tell all the drivers and teams and stuff like that, that they can bring whatever previously used NASCAR stock cars. Right, right, as long as it's already put out on the track. So, like, you can bring a car of tomorrow to Daytona. Right, you can bring bring the 2000s model to... Yeah, you can bring the next-gen car, and then you can bring the 2001 out, and then you can bring out, you know, the old classic fucking Dodge Chargers and the Plymouth Cudas and shit. You can throw them in there. Now, that would be a good race. Let's see which one is in the back, because I guarantee you it will be that next-gen car. Yeah, the next-gen car. Followed by... (laughs) Followed by the car tomorrow, right there. The <laughs> yeah, they, the, that car tomorrow was fucking horrible, man. Um, Something I just thought about, man. Mm-hmm. It literally just hit me completely off topic of the yeah, next <laughs> car, Xfinity Series. Oh my god, dude! Look. So going back, I was actually just thinking about this a minute ago too. I was actually going to oh, switch topic. I'm, to wonder, I'm wondering if, um, if you're so thinking the same. I'm thinking what we were talking about a minute ago about bringing fans back to NASCAR. The Supra, the Camaro, the Mustang that the Xfinity Series races, that's what I want to see in a cup car. Yep. That's what I want my cup car to look like. And if you guys didn't know, I'm a big Toyota Supra fan. I don't don't care what car you got beside of it. I I love Mustangs, but you put a Toyota Supra in front of me. I, I don't know. If you put a GTR and a Supra right in front of me. I'm I'm picking super every time, uh, dude. I, I think I, I would shoot I know, myself in the head before I pick. I know this is out of the sport that we're talking about or not. Whenever you get the chance, get on Formula Drift and watch. Uh, oh, I know. I love that shit. Watch Osbo, yeah. Frederick Osbo. Yeah. Watch him tear uh-huh. that Supra yeah. apart on you, that track, dude. You he ain't is me a that, monster man. with that. Before Fast thing. and Furious came out, man, I loved the Supra. Yep. See. Fast and the Furious don't make a shit to me and him because we were watching these sports before yeah. all it got popular for the kids. Yeah, don't know? get me wrong. I love it. I still, well, I can't really say I still love it because it's just not Fast and Furious anymore. It's every old and slow. <laughs> old and slow. I mean, it's just, I uh, anyway. <clears throat> But, yeah. yeah, that Supra, I'm game. Yeah. But I was actually thinking about something else I wanted your opinion on. Mm-hmm. Xfinity Series race coming up. Richmond. Dale Jr. is going to race in it. Is he really? I no seen way. That. I seen that online earlier. No Dale shit. Jr. And it's going to be the number eight car. Is it really? Yes, it's blue. Oh, hell yeah. If I remember correctly, let me see if I if, can find if, it if right here. If he's doing that, I, I will definitely be rooting let for him all day long. Let me see if I can find long. it here real quick. Um, it's white and blue. 
White and blue. White and blue. I was just well, looking at it uh, before we actually started. I was just looking at it. I can't remember uh, where I seen it at. <clears throat> Give us just a second, guys. Uh, I'm sorry that you know we're we paused and haven't been talking a lot and things of that nature, but. Uh, as Kyle said earlier, you know, with the work and routine and everything. Kind of we, weren't prepared. Yeah, we weren't prepared for the day <laughs> like we were the um, last. Okay, so I, I got it up. Yeah, you was, found uh, it? Yeah, it was uh, actually made uh, four months ago, actually. So I'm surprised I'm actually just now hearing about it. Uh, I'm going to read straight from NASCAR. Um, uh, it's it's all on NASCAR. Title is Dale Earnhardt Jr. to make Xfinity Series race. Xfinity series start at Richmond on anniversary of 9-11 attacks and that comes from a staff report um, <clears throat> look at that car so yeah he will be running the <clears throat> the uh, the Camaro for uh, Richmond that's awesome that is that is sick as hell the number 88 <laughs> <laughs> the number eight junior motorsport Chevrolet. Oh, it's going to be so good to see that man back on there. Oh, God. Yeah, and he's going to be running for um, United for America. That's pretty cool. That but anyway, reading straight from NASCAR. Badass. Junior Motorsports tweeted, Never forget, two decades after the 9-11 attacks, at Dale Jr. unites with at... Unilever USA for a meaningful at NASCAR Xfinity return on September 11th. So that's cool as shit. That that's that's gonna be awesome. That's gonna bring a lot of uh, a lot of people back. I I, I bet. I'd like to see. Uh, I'm really excited to see Junior back in a car. I hope now, he sticks with it. I hope it's not now, a one-time no, thing. Knowing how Junior. You know, kind of fell off after his dad. You know, yeah. was in his accident and stuff. I think you know his dad uh, passing away at a race kind of sort of affected his performance a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, that would affect mine too. And you know, if you think it didn't, you think he just started sucking and stuff. You know, you kiss my ass yeah. because no. you watch a family member die <laughs> in a race that he just That's blocked the field for you and pushed That's a big your deal. team's cars up front. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Anytime you lose a parent, mm -hmm. luckily I haven't lost one yet, but anytime you lose a parent, it don't matter if you're famous or if you're like me and Kyle or Joe Blow or whoever, man, it is devastating, and it affects everything you do. It does. So it, I couldn't imagine it. The way his career ended, I, I'm not faulting Dale Jr.'s performances. No. I'm not faulting his skill or anything. Mm -hmm. I think his dad had a lot to do with it. he just couldn't yeah, recover for, from it for, you know? for a while there he actually just went downhill and you know he did start to gain his momentum back but it just wasn't it wasn't the junior we've seen we've prior. seen with senior yeah. so it's gonna be nice to see him back in the car uh i like i said i hope he sticks with it for a little while and, and i don't know if he'll ever hear something. this or not but for a 9-11 race at richmond junior i hope you kick ass no shit i mean Above all the other good competitive drivers and stuff, you know, I'm 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 gonna be pulling for you, man. Dude, I'm telling you what. Come come Saturday's Xfinity race, he's gonna be the only one I want to win. 
Yeah, he's damn damn sure after being out of the car this long, somebody I'm oh, yeah. really excited to watch yeah. because you know he's good. You know he knows these tracks. Oh, he yeah. had one one of the best teachers known to racing. Well, let me let me. This will be a good segue right here into our next topic. Dale Junior. Actually, um, if it wasn't for Dale Junior, I racing wouldn't actually wouldn't wouldn't be as popular as it is. Surprising as that is, uh, Dale Junior is a big uh, supporter of iRacing and what they do, and was uh, one of the main reasons that Coca-Cola took on the Coca-Cola NASCAR <coughs> iRacing series. So they go through, and I mean, I mean you've got to be a damn good driver, unlike me, uh, to make it into you that series. You don't give yourself enough, enough credit, I'm, man. I'm working towards it, so I mean, it's. That's that's awesome that Junior's doing that, <clears throat> and I know I know Junior spends a lot of time on iRacing, and I'm always seeing posts in uh, in my iRacing groups on Facebook that uh, they've got Junior in in their race, or Chase Briscoe, or Chase Elliott, Kyle Busch, other you know big time right. drivers like that. Right. In see, that's that's iRacing. what. Uh, a lot of people don't understand. It, it, it's not just a video game on the PC, guys. Uh, there, there's there's been a few people to actually make a name for themselves and actually make a, a living out of doing yeah, this mean, iRacing uh, stuff. Mitchell DeYoung is uh, <coughs> racing with the iRacing Coca-Cola series full-time, and he runs the 23-23-11 um, racing car in iRacing for Denny Hamlin and uh, Michael Jordan, so... You know, I mean, there's there's money to be made in it, especially if you're good at it. Like, you know, I'm I'm hoping by the end of next year I'll be about there as well, bringing in 2023 series in pro series, hopefully. So, um, yeah. So let's talk about my 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 experience at this Dialing. This is what I'm, I'm interested in hearing right here. All right, so I'll just I'll just run it down for you the way that it all the way the way the day went for me from time I went into practice to the time the race was over for me. So uh, I spent a lot of the time practicing during the day on uh, on Darlington because I knew, and I even told you Sunday when we were watching the race, I'm not running that high line. Right. Yeah. I'm not running that damn close to the wall. I'll tell you what, I got in in practice, and that's the only fucking line I'd run because that was the only line I could get to stick. <laughs> so I ran the... I, I, Funny how that worked. Yeah, oh yeah. All that shit I was talking about, the high line. Um, so I was practicing a lot on the high line, you know, running pretty good times, 29 seconds uh, around the track, which is decently good because, you know, NASCAR, those guys are running 28-second laps. Right. Um, so I started in about mid-pack. I think it was 12th um, when it come to race time and qualifying. I qualified 12th. Um, and then went on to race and first lap coming right out of turn two jd woodward in that number 47 car spun somebody out so that's two called of our, it on the first lap too that was two of our playoff guys so me i was able to move from 12th up to fifth so that was ideal for me um and then unfortunately on the restart i had a shitty restart and i'm gonna pause you right there when he says he came out of 12th into fifth the guys this man avoided catastrophic 
damage to his car yeah, there was like by threading, threading the freaking needle on the bottom <laughs> of the fucking track. Yeah, there was yeah, like I mean, six other was, cars that, that It was awesome how he drove through. He drove his ass off and went through that wreck. I mean, yeah, that was... Uh, it, go it high, Cole, no, Kyle went low, and like, he made it work. Go Like, going through it, like, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to make it through. Like, I, I, I was just expecting, because that's just my luck, one of these guys to just start fucking moving as I'm coming. See, they see me coming and just take me out or me just plow right into them. Luckily, with the good, good, <laughs> good hand-eye coordination I got... I was able to avoid it, so yeah, yeah. Thank you for reminding me of that. I did forget about that. Um, so yeah, that was that was pretty sick. Uh, and then coming on to the restart in fifth, uh, didn't get a good restart. Spun the tires a little too much, and then just got stuck too low, and dropped all the way back to seventeenth, I believe it was. Uh, we had a decent green flag green flag run from about lap five to lap seventeen. And then all hell broke loose. <clears throat> now, guys, I, I've got to tell you right here, the look on this man's face right now for what he's about to tell you and get into right here was pure disgust and and, and anger, really, because, I mean, it was just complete, complete disregard and idiocy on what happened right here. Yeah. <clears throat> As he lights a cigarette, guys. So that tells you the level. It's still got him upset here. Uh, So I'm going around running the line that I'm running. It's all good. It's just garbage. Um, I'm going around running the same line I've been running, aside from when I fell back because I had this terrible restart. I'm going into turn one, and I, I notice a car behind me. And it just happens to be that 47 of Woodward. I'm like, okay, okay, it's cool. He's a, he's a playoff driver, so he'll be, you know, he'll know how to get around me. I'm not a playoff driver because I come into the series too late. So this is just basically a practice session for me, for a uh, practice season. Yeah, just get used to the people. Yeah. So. And that's a good thing, guys. If yeah, you ever yeah, come yeah. in late, don't get discouraged because yeah. you can't make the playoffs or whatever. It Use that time to learn how to do your sport. Yeah, I mean, you're driving with the best of the guys in the in the series. So, I mean, that's what I've used it for is practice. And um, so coming out of two, he's getting closer to me, and I see him coming. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to keep running my line. I'll go low on the line. He can go high. He'll go right past me. Won't be a fucking problem. Right. Dude's three laps down anyway. So, and I actually didn't notice that until I was watching it the other day on uh, YouTube at the Esports Broadcasting Network that he was actually three laps down. So he wasn't even in the running at this point. No, no. So, coming out of turn two, we're going down the back stretch. And I'm going into three, uh, and I let off the brake at the same exact spot that I let off the previous lap and the previous 10 laps before that. And this dude just full on, I think he sent it a little too hard and just fucking plowed right through me. Right fucking through me. Like I wasn't even fucking there. He just come right up to my ass end, put it right on me, and then moved, which in turn. And put the pressure on your bumper to spin. Well, yeah. I mean, like he was hooked on me. When he hit, when he come up to me, he was hooked on me. So when he moved, that sent my car spinning out. 
So, didn't take too bad of damage. Uh, that was lap 17. I was able to use my fast repair for for that. We only got one, uh, so I had to burn my only one. Um, but then I got the car out there. He already used his from the previous one, so <clears throat> that was okay with me because you know whatever. I don't give a shit. Who cares? It, it's uh, a Kyle thing, guys. I yeah, it is a Kyle thing, really. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we're coming around. Another caution comes out. And this is where the sweetness for me kicks in. <laughs> As I'm coming around to the green flag start, I just barely made it out in front of the pace car as they were coming around on pacing laps too, by the way. Um, I, I have to go fully around the track in order to catch these guys, and they're coming to the start-finish. And who's right in front of me? Fucking J.D. Woodward, number 47, the little bitch that spun me nice. out. Nice. Alright, so I see them green lights uh, turn on and flags flying. Motherfucker's got a receipt coming. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't just you don't plow run. right into somebody. It don't matter if you're driving in a NASC in, in NASCAR, if you're on iRacing or if you're on the Xbox, whatever. If you're racing and you flat out run if you somebody intentionally through, spin somebody, yeah, they're gonna come back. You're, and get you're you. gonna get repercussions oh, yeah. from the person you just took out. Yeah, that's just a plain, simple fact, common knowledge. You should know it's coming. If you do it to somebody else, you should expect it to happen. Okay, so I'm coming up on him as this, as the green flag's starting. Okay, and I know he's right in front of me, and I just kind of back off a little bit, let him go, and then I'm like, you know what? No, fuck that, because he didn't just let me go. So what did I do? I fucking floored it and just nailed his ass in and spun him out. So he has no front bumper. He has no rear bumper. <laughs> he gets it spun back around the right way. And we, we went under caution for that after after I spun him out. Um, I No, we actually didn't go under caution because he was able to keep it going straight. So we're coming, me and the field are coming back around. And we're, I'm catching up to J.D. Woodward. And he's just letting everybody go past him. And as soon as I get in his sights and his rearview mirror, he pulls up in front of me, slams on his brake. I didn't give no fucks. My car was already fucked, so I just sent him again. <laughs> so he put it. We finally come back around. My car is just fucking destroyed. Like, I had nothing. Uh, so this all happened in about 30, 40 laps. Um, he put it back in the pit box and quit. He put it in the hauler. He was done for the night. So I was able to screw up his shit for me since he fucked me up. Uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to finish the race because of that incident. Um, I haven't actually heard anything from the uh, the officials of the league yet. So I'm kind of... Uh, kind of happy on that one that I don't think they're really gonna fight me on that yeah they're not so luckily I'm not suspended or anything like that I'm not kicked from the league none of that happened um, so I heard you I heard you mention earlier <coughs> that you were uh, looking into maybe finding another league to run yeah with. so you've heard me bitch about this Monday night league that I run for couple weeks now and this is a group that prides themselves on being clean and good racers 
But every single week, what has happened to me? I can't even finish a race because I'm getting spun out by either Shane Newins from Australia or, you know, catching one of these dumbass, stupid wrecks that they have or, you know, having to deal with a shitty playoff driver. Now, everybody that's out there listening that has no clue about iRacing, maybe watched it on YouTube a couple times or whatever, these guys are trying to make a name for themselves so they can they can do what they want and what they love to do. Yeah, I've got but, I've but got sponsors I got to make happy. But exactly, but they can't they can't ex- exactly make it to the level of actually going to Joe Gibbs and saying, "Hey man, I want to drive for you. Yeah. You know, put me in a car, let me show you what I got." Yeah, I mean, you know, this got... is this is for common people that can actually make a name for themselves by doing this, and it's not just a video game. You run like Kyle said way earlier. You run with people like Kyle Busch and and Dale Earnhardt. I mean, yeah, it's a rarity, but it does happen. Yeah. So, <clears throat> if you're going to be in this iRacing business and you're going to run and try to make a name for yourself, make smart decisions. Don't screw up somebody else's chance yeah, just sure. because you think you're faster <laughs> or you just, you know, it, it's no big deal to you, okay? Because it's a big deal to somebody else. And, and, Kyle, I know, and myself is getting started, you know, with the racing equipment as far as, you know, the wheels, the pedals, the seats, the simulating chairs, the whole nine yards. You know, we do put a lot of our own money in this stuff. Oh, yeah. And some people, like myself, I don't have a sponsor. All right, I have one guy that loves me to death. Yes. His name is Ronnie Turner. All right, the man... You know, and he has no legs, okay? I mean, he, he needs, you know, the money that he's got for his own stuff, and he gets on the Xbox and races with me uh, every night, all right? This man has sent me a full race setup. He actually, guys, just bought me a headset that arrives tomorrow to Bluetooth, so I don't have to use a controller to keep my headset on. Like a pain in the ass of yeah. itself. He bought me a sim racing chair. And see to mount the pedals, the wheel, the whole nine yards. Bought me a wheel to go on it, and just today got delivered a brand new racing wheel, the full force feed setup, the whole nine yards. Okay, so I mean, it, no, it wasn't my money, and I do anytime. But, but you have anytime, people that are that are. You know, willing to give their exactly. money to you for people you to better people are putting yourself. money in this stuff to better you in what you're doing. So it's not like we're spending two million dollars on it, but there's a lot of money into doing this stuff. Yeah, and and you know you can't like I said, I've got I've got a whole list of sponsors, and you know I can't make them happy from the garage. You know, right? If I'm not streaming, I'm not making them happy. You know, I put their car or I put their logo on my car every single night when I race. You know, I have to. Right, I have you standards. Have people, I have to hold yeah, up. Yeah, you have people watching you just yeah. like you would on on a real race NASCAR. Track. Yeah, I mean, so it, you know, when people from you know either YouTube or from my stream come on and they they see you know my sponsors and they're like, oh man, that would be cool. And I was like, but do I really want to buy it because this guy can't even finish a race? Right. You know, it, right. it's like that's not only making my name bad, but that's making my sponsor's name bad. You know, I can't. Right. I can't and, do that. Like, <clears throat> And, and it's some, how, some of your how sponsors, I get in. some of your sponsors, are actually you know helping us do this podcast. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. They're definitely helping us right now. Um, I haven't worked out the details on that, but, yeah, they are helping. They're, they're working. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, you know, I put a lot of time in it. You know, my family lets me, you know, sacrifice time with them for this. And, you know, it sucks that, like, I've been, I've been beating myself up the last two nights since Monday. Like, what could I have done different? You know, right. I I gave him the preferred line. Like, what what did he want me to do? Go high? Like, I mean, like, right? Yeah. What what like, could go, go all the way down and right. spin out and fuck my night up? Like, I mean, I've got I, I can't. I gave him the preferred line. I stayed low right. where I was the previous ten laps before. So for him to come in to my line where I'm holding and not pay attention to what he's doing. Because he's pissed off because he caused a wreck. That, why is that my fucking fault? Don't take that right. out on me. You know, don't take that out on other people that right, are right. sacrificing time and, and money and, to be here. And like what he says about the sacrificing time, man. I mean, he puts hours in on this game, and I'm, I'm here to tell you, as as Kyle's friend, you know, I've seen this man around his family. He is a proud father. Damn right. And he's got one of the best. The best wives, in my opinion, that that he could have. I mean, she's she's good to him, and she's both of them fully support this man and what he does. And you know, he he's conflicted because it does take time away from being with the people he loves and spending time around what he cares about to do something else that he cares about. Yeah. And you know what makes it okay for him. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is they support him and back yeah. him on doing this. Yeah, for sure. Like I just so you're not just hurting him in a game. You're actually yeah, taking you're, away his time. Yeah, you're and, hurting me in, in real life because of my family. Like I, that's <clears throat> that's three four hours a night that I don't get with my family now, and right. that I I have to sacrifice. And every Tuesday night I got to be up at three o'clock in the morning. So right. when a race runs long, and I have to be racing until like 11 12 1 o'clock in the morning right and then the next day you're having to get up at, at yeah what, three mean, hours later yeah, and go I mean, to like the, really, ne the that, next county or whatever i could have I been spending time with my daughter i could have right. been spending time with my wife you know we could have right. been spending time as a family but no i chose and my family supports it to be doing my racing so that way i can better myself and make a career out of it make right, something of right. myself Right, you know, so, so I mean, guys, be mindful <laughs> of that, you know, somebody in the situation like Kyle had, had at Darlington, I'm stuttering my words here, uh, be weird. mindful, the other guy you're racing with might have a different situation than yeah, you. He you might be single at home in your basement playing, yeah, you know. He no, might have all the money in the right, world. Right, and have thousands upon thousands in your savings account. Okay? I, guys I, like me and My Kyle, setup is, I've probably, I've, I've got some money in my setup between my PC, <clears> but a lot of my right. PC was given to me. But, you know, I'm using a desk that I found on the side of the street. Like, I mean, it's all tore up to shit, and, and you can vouch for me on yeah, that. Yeah, it's, my wheel and pedals and shit, like, all that was bought secondhand from somebody else. My monitor was bought secondhand. My other two monitors, I put out my cash for. Right. You know, so. And like so I say, for guys, me to not sit here and it's not just a sponsor thing for for some people. Okay, it's a personal it, it, thing. It's, it's family time. It's yeah. you know getting to go to a water park with your kid. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's a lot more than just playing a game for most people, man. And 
I'm, te- I'm telling you guys, if you're listening to this and listen to us talk about this and ramble on about it and stuff, Kyle's a good driver. I've watched him in person on his setup race, and I've watched him online in his streams, and I'm a big supporter of Kyle. The man can drive. <clears throat> he just needs everybody else around him need other people to know how to fucking drive. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, cause you got to think about stuff like this man because I mean he yeah, is sacrificing be, a lot of time aware. you gotta you gotta be aware of, of who's around you and what's around you when you're right. racing it's I not mean, just and jump not, out here and let's just crash everybody and right, we'll win right and I'm not, I'm not saying that like Kyle's you know just bitching about you know getting wrecked in a race or five races or whatever the case might be or has been and <clears throat> whatever I'm, I'm saying this in general yeah, that goes for anybody, not just. I mean, you know, not just. I can tell you personally, Kyle doesn't mind to be wrecked if it's nothing no, stupid no. as shit. I mean, if I mean, he has I a get, tire goes down, I get down, pissed off about it, but I mean, you know, it's yeah. I mean, it, it's it part of racing. Ruin, it doesn't ruin my night like like how Monday did. Yeah, right. I mean, it really because you spent. You said you spent a good part of the day. Yeah, I spent at least. Let's see. I started practicing about eleven o'clock yeah. in the morning and. My race was at eight at night, so I mean, I spent a lot of time practicing. See and that whole time period right more. there. He could have been with his daughter, yeah. or his wife, or both out doing something and stuff. So yeah. I and, mean, it, and it hurts even more because, like on stream, I had you know a bunch of new people that that haven't got to watch me race. You know, right. so and, and some they of see these people are new prospects too, right? Yeah. So seeing this shit, like that's not going to make them want to come back. You know, right. they want to see a car out there at least going to the finish. I can't do that when. I give somebody a line that they fucking prefer, and I get fucking wrecked because of it. Right. So, but yeah, you can check it out, Kyle XX twenty eighteen on Facebook, capital K, capital X's. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we got <laughs> Richmond on Sunday. We're running a little late. It's at uh, one fifty seven right now. Okay. So, um, we got Richmond Raceway. Uh, it is the Federated Auto Parts four hundred. The salute to first responders. It will be on nine eleven. Uh, so it's going to be a big, uh, a big event. Uh, probably going to see quite a few patriotic schemes out there Sunday night. Oh yeah, definitely. And for you young <laughs> guys that wasn't around for 9/11 and stuff, look it up, learn your history. You'll be able to see what America is supposed to be through these events. Yeah. For the simple fact that complete strangers came together to help everybody in that situation and further. So definitely, if you don't know about it, you should. If you don't, look it up. Yeah, we've got uh, 400 laps. So that's 300 miles. Uh, like I said, it'll be September 11th at 7:30 p.m. Poll winner will be Kyle Larson. I don't know how he managed that with uh, <laughs> with Denny Hamlin winning the previous race, but hey, playoffs may work differently. I don't know. Um, so yeah. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you guys next uh, next Wednesday. Y'all have a good night. Yep, guys, keep racing around. We'll see you next time.